Setting Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. How many of you have doubts that prey upon your mind? And what you have to learn how to do is to dismiss them. Learn to watch them. Because if you fall into the doubts, it becomes what? Fear and anxiety. On the other hand, if you struggle with the doubt, then that's more involvement with it. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 5, Jesus says, Have faith in God. How do you have faith in God? Don't fall into doubt. Instead, stand back from it. Just watch it. Just watch it until it dissipates away. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is The Truth Will Set You Free. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Today, I want to talk about error. And I want you to see that problems in your life, all the things that have gone wrong and may be going wrong at this very moment, are connected with subtle errors, misbeliefs, and doubts that lead you astray. I remember my stepdad. He had the idea that he was going to die at age 50. And the reason for that is his dad died when he was 50 years old. And so my stepdad thought that it was going to happen to him what happened to his father. Somehow that notion got inside and where it came from, who knows. But it was a suggestion that got inside and it continued to haunt him. And he was organizing his life around that he was going to die at age 50. Well, of course, it didn't happen. He lived a long time more than that. But I just want you to see how a wrong idea. One lady had the idea that her husband had done something which he hadn't done, but she couldn't shake that idea. She ended up resenting him, blaming him, and suspecting him. She was constantly suspicious. And of course, it ruined their marriage. So I could give you a lot of examples like that. So I think what I would like you to see is that it can be very subtle. Some of the ideas can be quite overt. In fact, there are wrong ideas out there right now in society. Wrong ideas, some of them are actually supported by institutions and, and many important people who are all going along with the narrative of wrong ideas. But I want you to see that as bad as those are, and they are bad, I want you to see that each individual has wrong ideas, wrong notions, misbeliefs, doubts that prey upon their mind and mislead them. They either believe the, the wrong idea outright, or it's there and they can't shake it, and it torments them. So, there is such a thing as truth, Christ said. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Free from what? Well, it'll set you free from the lie, from the doubts. And what do doubts lead to? Doubts lead to fears, don't they? And to anxiety, and to a lack of confidence, don't they? But if you could have faith, so what is faith? Faith is, don't doubt. Or, and faith is, don't worry. Christ said, don't worry. How do you not worry? By having faith. And how do you have faith? By not doubting. It's that simple. Now you can't give yourself faith. But, so here's what you can do. The truth will set you free. 
The truth is like a light that shines upon error and exposes it. The light of truth also reveals deception. Let me give you an example, a little example. I was at a, uh, a seminar. It was a motivational kind of a seminar. This was a long, long time ago. And it was a famous person who was giving it. And he's very good. And a lot of the things that he says are very good. But at the halfway point, they had a, a break, you know, like a half hour break in the seminar or 45 minute break. And he mentioned that there were in the lobby, there were, there were at that time, it was cassettes, books and cassettes, sets of cassettes for sale. They were priced very high, incidentally. But anyway, the crowd was all stirred up and motivated. And then all of a sudden, and just as he was about to say, let's break, some guy came in the back door of the auditorium and said to the speaker, he yelled out, we just sold the last one. And uh, the speaker said, the last one? Well, there's one more here. He said, here's mine. So he went up to the stage and got his set, rushed down and handed him to the guy who had come in for the guy to take out there so there would be like one more. See what I mean? But I just clearly saw that that was staged and phony. It was staged. It was a ploy to get people excited to buy, thinking that there was going to be a, you know, they were going to run out. And so, yeah, I still was able to take some good information from what he said, but I also saw that there was something false about the whole thing. You see what I mean? So a lot of times you see some little thing like that, and seeing that little thing it saves you from getting caught up in and lost in. See, just as a person might get totally caught up with some speaker and make a god out of that speaker, you see, in the same way a person could get totally caught up with the wrong idea and experience a lot of emotions about that idea, and then those emotions color their whole life, just like my, my stepdad thought he was going to die at age 50, got totally caught up with that idea. So the truth will set you free. When you see the truth, it sets you free. And so that saves you from more involvement with somebody that's going to end up hurting you. You see what I mean? So the truth is a very beautiful thing. I always tell people I'm just a man with a microphone. I'm on a station for a while, and then sometimes I leave and I'm on another station. And I try to stay at least half a year or a year on each station. I've been on some stations over 10 years. I've been on some stations 15 years or more. I'm like a wandering preacher. I'm a traveling evangelist, and I travel the radio airwaves. I don't have a church. I don't have a big building. I just have a microphone. Yes, I am a pastor. But the only reason I want to become a pastor is so that you have an idea that I'm serious about this. And my goal is to wake you up and find the good Lord, and then he'll take over and do all the rest. Don't forget the listener call in line if you have a question. You can give me a call. Just leave a message. If you need to talk to me, just leave your name and what your question is. If you have a question about meditation or about resentment or about giving up anger, or something like that, then you can leave your number. I'll call you back. How's that? When you see the truth, it sets you free. 
Now, the devil, that's right, the devil, there is a devil. Yeah, you, you don't see him, but he's there, and he speaks to you in your mind. He speaks to people in their mind. And you think it's your very own thinking, and it's generally very clever. Like I've always said, the next time, you know, if you have some objectivity, if you can listen to me, if you enjoy this program, and you can listen to me, and especially if you practice uh, sitting quietly like I suggest, then you will be calmer, less emotional, you'll have a little bit of mental distance, and then you'll be able to observe things objectively and instead of emotionally. You see what I mean? But anyway, what, I was, what was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes, I, now, I, now I remember what I was going to say. If you have any objectivity at all, the next time you get resentful at somebody, notice the kind of thoughts that come to mind. They're always vicious, cruel, very clever, ways of getting even, mean things you can think of to say to that person, mean things you can say to somebody else about that person. See, now most of us, you know, those of us who are decent, at least halfway decent, we know we shouldn't think those thoughts or say them, but there they are. But you have to see that those are not your thoughts. So you have to learn to scan what's going on in your mind to watch your thoughts, scan your thoughts constantly by just standing back and watching them. And then the ones that aren't proper, they will stand out. They will stand out. Now, what was I going to say? So these negative thoughts, these doubts, these fears, these vicious thoughts, they have an origin. And how about how about super negative thoughts that lead to dark feelings and doom and gloom and all of that? Where do they come from? They're definitely not positive. They're definitely not good. And like I said last week, do you really want to think those thoughts? Are they really your thoughts? Did you really think those thoughts or are they just there tormenting you? See, if you really, if they, if they were really, first of all, if they were really your thoughts, then you could control them at will. If they were your thoughts, you could control them at will. But now you can't. All you can do is push them under the carpet. You can try to reach for your iPhone or rush and eat something or rush to read something or watch, rush to listen to music or rush to be busy at work to get away from them, or you can suppress them, push them down. But they're still there and they come back, don't they? Now, there's different levels of it. You know, there are some thoughts that are just, hmm, what's the word to use? Like trickster, like a, some trickster is playing tricks on your mind. A naughty little trickster, like maybe when you were a kid, something said, well, you have to, you have to hold your breath and count to ten. Then you have to tap the top of your head five times. Otherwise, something really terrible will happen. And it keeps saying that, so finally you hold your breath and count to ten and tap on the top of your head five times. And then something says, you have to touch that, that doorknob. If you don't touch that doorknob, something terrible will happen. So you go and touch the doorknob. You see what I mean? So 
you have these type of thoughts, little trickster thoughts. Those are the types that often torment young people and children. Then when you get older, the thoughts become um, more sophisticated and often more tormenting. So I don't want to go into all of that, but I just want you to see, I want to go back to the basic thing that I said earlier, and that is that the truth can set you free. The truth will set you free. So how does the truth set you free? When there's a thought and you are able to stand back and see the thought in the light of truth, you see it in the light, you see that there's something wrong with that thought. You see it's not quite right. It may be technically correct, but there's something about it that's not quite right. Then you just dismiss it. You don't go along with it. You see that it, and you also see that it's not your thought. You don't feel guilty over it. You just see it. And it goes away. Then you just dismiss it. You don't go along with it. You see that it, and you also see that it's not your thought. You don't feel guilty over it. You just see it. And it goes away. See, so a lot of a, a lot of people, they have a, a bad thought and then they think it's their thought and then they struggle with it. They feel guilty with it. But then see, the devil can play with your guilt. Then he'll accuse you of having bad thoughts. And then he'll tell you what to do to get rid of the bad thoughts. You have to go and give money to here or give money there or work harder or something. And just endless. Stand back. Observe the thought. Let God's light deal with it. Let the light shine upon it and expose it for what it is. Some thoughts are good, but most of the thoughts, especially the ones that torment us or cause us to drift away on a dreamboat, house temptation. So watch them. Let them pass. See what's there, but don't go drifting away with it. If you have a question for Roland, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Or email your question at a time that's convenient for you. Roland at SheddingShackles.com That's Roland at SheddingShackles.com As we're near the end of our time together, I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. You can listen to past programs or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week. Same time, same station. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. I'll never forget. I wish I I still had the book on my shelf. I think I gave it away. But it was a book about exorcism. It was written, it's a famous book actually. I can't remember the the author, but he had a story in there about some lady in a convent. This was two, three hundred years ago, I think. And the lady was constantly tormented by thoughts, telling her that she had committed the unforgivable sin and she wasn't pure enough and she she wasn't sincere and she said all of that stuff, you know. And it just went on and on for years. And finally she said, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm just not going to deal with it anymore. The heck with it. If that's the way I am, then that's the way I am, and I'm not going to struggle with it anymore. 
And when she said that, all of a sudden the devil appeared. And she said, so it was you. He said, that's right. He said with a smirk. And she said, why did, why did you torment me all these years with all these things, telling me I wasn't a good person and this and that and this and that? And then the devil smirked and said, well, he said, why did you believe me? So wouldn't it be much better to observe these thoughts that are not quite right, either overtly not right or very subtly not right? Just observe them. Don't struggle with them. Don't try to do anything about them. Just watch them and they go away. They feel observed, they go away. Then something else comes, watch it, it goes away. See what I mean? So you have to learn to, to do that. And the truth, when you're not emotional, when you're not caught up in something, when you don't have some goal that you're pursuing, when you're not angry, when you're not resentful, when you're standing back and just watching, then you are calm and you are aware in God's light. See, your, your soul was meant to live in God's light. He shines a light on things, and you just see which way to go. You just know which way to go. See, you just know. You don't even know how you know. You just know. And you also see which way not to go. And you look at thoughts, and you see which thoughts are, are not quite right. And, and you just watch. That's all. And then the door opens, and, and you go through the door to prosperity and happiness and all kinds of good things. God opens doors. See, and he shines a light on what's not good, a way you shouldn't follow. Sometimes the thoughts are, seem technically correct, and they're very appealing, and other people are telling you the same thing, and it's very tempting to go along with it. But just watch and wait. God will open the doors for you. You'll see the way. You'll just go intuitively and... It'll be beautiful. Let me take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to continue with the topic of faith and doubt. If you feel moved to help keep Roland on the air so that he can help others, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us and click on the icon Donate. Faith and doubt. What most of us know is doubt. We want to have faith, but we don't have faith. And since we don't have faith, we fake it. Or we give ourselves a pep talk. And we make affirmations, and we drum up emotion. Now, when you get all revved up for something, it seems very much like faith. But it's just emotion. But there is such a thing as faith, and I, I want you to see what it is. So let's talk about faith and doubt. Jesus said, have faith in God. We know that faith is important, and we know, when we, we know what happens to us when we doubt, when we lack confidence, when we're afraid. See? And once again, we compensate. But let me talk about faith in such a way that maybe you'll actually see what it is. I'll say it in a very simple way, and then I'll talk about doubt. Because doubt is what you know. You know doubt inside and out. But let me talk about faith for just a moment. What is faith? Faith is trusting in what you are given to see. 
When you were a little child, you observed things. And you couldn't put words on what you saw, but you just saw. You saw, for example, when some other kid was being mean. Or you saw when something was unfair. Well, faith is trusting in what you are given to see. Now, what do they say? Trust your gut. Trust your hunches. That's another way of putting it. Trust your hunches. Because it is by faith. What does it say? It is by faith that you are saved. It is by faith that you are saved. And right now, as I said it, I actually saw what those words mean. You are saved by faith. God reveals. He lets you know what is true. He lets you know what is true. You just see that something is true, like you see that one plus one equals two. You see it. No one has to teach you it. You just see it. So, faith is how you are saved. And it begins with basic, simple things. So, for those of us who have lived many years, we've made a lot of mistakes and unfinished business and resentments. We're angry at our mom. We're angry at our dad. You're angry at some guy who cheated on you. You're angry at God. You're angry at people around you. You see them doing things you don't like. You have a lot of anger, a lot of resentment. And you did some things that weren't so good. Maybe you divorced your partner. Then your kids wanted to tell you something. They wanted to tell you something, but you didn't want to hear it. So, how does faith begin for someone like you? It begins when your heart softens, maybe by suffering. See, maybe you hated your dad for not having been there for you, but now you're, now you're a dad and you see how you haven't been there for your kids. Or you hated your mom because she was always complaining about being sick and now maybe you're sick. You see what it feels like to be really, really sick. Now you can have some sympathy for your poor old mom. See? So, now that you've suffered, your soul is softened. Now you are willing, maybe for the first time, to admit you're wrong. You're willing to, to let go of your pride and say, yeah, I'm wrong. But you don't want to admit it to other people because they always lord it over you and said, I told you so. But in your heart, in your heart, you're willing to admit you're wrong. Well, when God turns up the dimmer switch a little bit on the light, and all of a sudden you see your own wrong, you see that you hated your dad, now you realize he couldn't help himself. He was doing the best he could. You see that you hate him, and you're sorry about what you see. You're sorry, and maybe you cry a tear, and God has turned up the light for you to see you're wrong, that's all. Now you're seeing it, but instead of doubting it, see, in the past you always doubted it, you always reached for pride, you reached for alcohol, you reached for marijuana, you reached for your friends, you reached for the iPhone, you reached for something, you reached for compensations and for money, anything so you wouldn't have to admit you're wrong, but now you just sit there and admit you're wrong. Well, now you are believing what is true. 
God's light is showing you that you are wrong and you're willing to see it and not deny it and you don't doubt it anymore. You don't doubt that you're wrong. Well, that's faith. Faith in the light who is showing you. And if you can bear the little bit of pain, then when the pain is over and you wipe the tears from your eyes and joy returns, and now you see the light doesn't hate you, God doesn't hate you. He just wants you to see you're wrong, that's all. And knock it off. So seeing that you're wrong and not doubting it. See, all your friends will come along and say, oh, you're, you're a nice guy. You couldn't help yourself. Your wife was no good. Your husband was no good. Your kids were no good. Everyone is no good. No one's any good. You can't help yourself. Here, have another drink. Have another marijuana. Have another pill. You're really a nice guy. The bartender gives you another drink, says, hey, you're a good guy. They want to take away your realization of the truth. They want you to doubt the truth and believe their lies. But now you don't believe their lies anymore. You see the truth. And you admit it. Okay, yes, I'm wrong. Well, that's the beginning of faith for you. But do you see the beauty of it? When you see that you're wrong, and you don't doubt it, and you don't try to deny it, and you, you also see that you can't make yourself right, and you just bear the little bit of pain of seeing the truth and realizing the truth and being a little bit sorry about it, or a lot sorry about it. God is repenting you. You can't repent yourself. He repents you. But when he repents you, you also see that he doesn't hate you. He's the good father. He just wants you to see that you've got a lot of resentment in you and a lot of anger, and you judged people harshly. And he wants you to see that that's wrong and just knock it off. And then joy returns. And you realize that God is there. You realize that he cares. You realize that he sees you're wrong, but he doesn't hate you for it. And you realize that when you're sorry, he does not despise a contrite heart. And he forgives. As, as a matter of fact, forgiveness has always been there. It's been, it's, you just run, run from it. See? And along with that, you'll probably see that you also resented God, and you let that go. You hated him, but he didn't hate you back. Now you know that God exists. You know that he has love. You know that he's forgiving. See? And you, you know that there now that there's a hope. So the past is past. You see you're wrong, you admit it. Now you move on. Everything works for good for those who love the Lord. That's all you need to know right now. That will get you started. When you see your own wrong, just see it. And don't try to struggle with it on the one hand. Don't try to deny it on the other hand. Watch the doubt thoughts rise. Just watch them and let them pass. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. 
Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.